Hi, my name is Matt Hannifin, and this is the Reynolds Hot Box Podcast, a podcast about the local and the future media. Today we are discussing the different subcultures reported in class, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Joanna Guerrero and Sean O'Leary. And so we'll start out with you, Joanna. You did a very good story with another student, Natalie Newman, about the art of longboards and just the culture about that. What did you talk about in your subculture story? So in the subculture story that I did with Natalie, um, we talked to mainly people who ride longboards. We also talked to people who ride penny boards and skateboards and really talked to them about why they got into skateboarding, what they like about it, what they like about their specific board. Um, and the answers varied. You know, people liked um, penny boards maybe because they had smaller feet, so for them it was more comfortable to ride a penny board, while others really liked riding long boards for, you know, sort of cruising on it, um, getting to ride down, you know, the street and stuff, and do, like, hill bombing, which we also talked about in the article as well. What is hill bombing? That feels like a really interesting, like, topic. What is that? Yeah, so hill bombing is basically uh, when people who ride long boards will just ride down a hill very fast um, and they can get up to some really high speeds. I think with hill bombing you can even get up to like 30 to 40 miles an hour. Um, wow. Which is why also in the article we noted that uh, legally longboarders are considered vehicles on the road and I think part of that is due to the high speeds that you can reach while riding a longboard. Gotcha, gotcha. So you also talked about the different, the, like what someone had a quote in your story about dancing with a longboard and using it as like kind of a prop. Uh, what that's that's a really interesting way to look on just longboarding in general. Can you go a little bit into that? Yeah. So that's about longboard dancing. Uh, so it's been a, a rising trend the past few years. Um, you see it a lot on social media, like on Instagram mostly. Um, people really like to get into longboarding to do longboard dancing, which is basically where you, as you're riding it, you might swerve the board so it moves sort of like in a wave-like motion. Um, you'll step around on it on different parts and just sort of spin and twirl on it, maybe like you do some jumps on it, and really just adding like a form of artistry into skateboarding that there wasn't as, that wasn't there as much before. So it's a really like new and like exciting trend that's been coming up recently. Okay. And so Sean, we'll now go to you. Thank you again, Joanna, for that was a very good explanation. You, you and Natalie will, wrote a very good story. I recommend anyone um, who to go to the uh, Reynolds Sandbox website and definitely read into that as long as uh, as well as the other stories that were written in class. Sean, you wrote a really good story on the different comic on on comic book culture and the community. Go a little bit in depth on that. What did you write about? Um, yeah, so I talked to William Crowley, who is a writer for the Direct.com, which is uh, an up and coming. Uh, comic book website that covers news and different things and I mostly talked to him about what it's like to try to weave your way into a culture that 
you know, can gatekeep and can kind of be hostile to people that are new to it. And I asked him what it was like being unestablished coming into that culture. And um, he basically explained that, you know, it's hard to kind of weave your way into it. But other people that are writers and creators in the community are very welcoming when, you know, some fans might not be, they can be rude, they can, you know, troll your website just because they don't like that you're coming into this. So it it was a really fun article to write talking about something that I'm passionate about in the comic book community and hearing from someone who's up and coming and trying to weave their way into it. Was trying to get into that, like, kind of social media aspect, was that the most difficult challenge of being in the comic book community? Yeah, it can be because there, I mean, just like with any other social media community, there can be people who are kind of hostile and they really gatekeep if you're trying to come in because it, it was already kind of an established thing online. But then, you know, with movies like Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War, it kind of became a cultural phenomenon. Uh, so, yeah, that that's probably the hardest part with trying to get into it you mentioned how the difficult it is in your story about getting into the reddit community specifically was there any is there any other social media platforms that you know of that has like a very established comic book culture community twitter for sure is probably the main one yeah yeah that one is just as difficult as reddit i think Okay, and this is just a this is just uh, an on the spot question. What's your favorite comic book? My favorite comic book. If you had so, to choose one, uh, probably the House of M series for the X Men. Okay, okay. I I haven't read many uh, comic comic books in my life in my life, but I have watched some of like the Marvel movies and such. But. Um, Anyways, uh, were there any particular stories that you two liked in that anyone else did in class that you really stuck out to you? Joanna, you go first. Uh, yeah, so I really liked Rachel Jackson's article on the growing movement of ethical jewelry in Reno and globally. So she talked to uh, a local ethical jeweler in Reno, Micah Blank. And he owns a, a store in the basement, which is like this underground retail lo- this underground retail location in downtown Reno. Um, and what I thought was really interesting about her article was getting to see, uh, you know, learn more about Micah's process and how he works with this jewelry, how he ethically sources the jewels. Um, his process of taking in clients and doing appointments and just how um, he's gotten even busier during the pandemic since he relies on mostly appointments to fulfill orders. Okay, Sean, what was you, what was the story that stuck out to you? Um, actually, one story that stuck out to me was yours, Matt. I really liked um, how you went into, you know, reporting from afar because – you know, as journalists, that's something that we had to go through last year. And I really liked how you went into the sports side of it. Thank you. Thank you. And then one that stuck out to me was uh, Isaac's story. 
on a budget of teachers and wanting or not just teachers specifically but a bigger school budget because um there isn't a lot of budget spending on school and specifically teachers so i thought that was a really interesting article and that was a really good read again for anyone um i highly recommend going on the reynolds sandbox website and reading all of these stories they are all the student reporters did all a very good job in our class um that is all the time that we have today and thank you for listening next week we'll be talking about the different explainer stories that were did in class um thank you again give us a rating like and subscribe uh have a good week